It's time to pull those belts tight, race fans. The Front Stretch is coming at you. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Now, here's Dan Taylor and Dirk Houston. Welcome to the Front Stretch Race Fans, presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs, online at joeskarting.com. Fast-paced white local racing just across the river, 23rd Avenue in Council Bluffs. I know the weather is finally changing, and it's uh, decent to be outside, but uh, you never turn up or turn up an opportunity, turn down an opportunity to get over to uh, the Metro's fastest indoor karting facility. We've been talking about it for nearly a decade. No governors on these carts, and they're uh, eco-friendly, too. Uh, Jack Dover can do some serious lap times, and so can you. But you got to get to Council Bluffs. Get over to Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Joe's Karting online, kartingwithak.com. Joining us on the show now, the uh, host and uh, the inspiration behind Iron Resurrection, a TV series that uh, they find old beat-up cars, put a lot of TLC into it, and then uh, put the cars out there for people to enjoy uh, Joe Martin joining us on the show now. Joe, appreciate Joe, appreciate you joining us on the uh, front stretch. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Well, we're talking to you because it's getting to be that time of the year around the Metro where we are starting to get excited for the World of Wheels Car Show. In fact, it's going to be the 68th annual World of Wheels Car Show presented by O'Reilly Auto Parts going on March 10th, 11th, and 12th. That's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And you're coming to the World of Wheels Car Show, uh, I believe, on Saturday. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So you're going to be doing an appearance. Uh, this has just got to be just pure play for you to be able to go and see some of these, not only national cars that tour around and go to these shows, but also some of the local flair too. It definitely is. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of like our vacation time, you know, it, it's vacation for us. Cause even though we're, you know, working on cars every day, we never get to get out and, you know, travel around and look at everybody else's cars. We're always here making TV and trying to fix cars up, you know? Yeah, the content monster, I can only imagine how uh, how busy it is and how hard it is to try to get out and be able to see this stuff. So, like you said, this is a great opportunity. Now, do you, is this going to be your first time with the World of Wheels as it tours around, or have you got a couple of shows throughout other cities? We, yeah, we've done a few in the past, different cities, but first, definitely the first time in Omaha. So, Is this going to be your first time in Omaha? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, yep. Because I know you grew up, I believe you grew up over in Chicago, right? No, actually south of Chicago, okay. uh, a town, uh, Champaign, and I wasn't there long. My dad took a job in Dallas, so we moved there when I was about nine. So we weren't there very long, man. You know, did most of my growing up in Dallas area. Where did the inspiration behind fixing up these cars come from? Is that a, a something you got from your dad? No, not really. Um, my dad, he, you know, he loved golf, man. He didn't really, you know, he had a couple cool cars, but... Uh, definitely didn't get from him my my uncle he was always into fixing up classic cars um kind of just restoring and um that was my mom's brother and um so you know he was probably the the guy that uh you know got me into that you know kind of opened me up as far as the mechanicals and a little tinkering nothing you know there was no fabrication or anything he just would fix up an old car right around you know enjoy it a little bit sell it you know find another one and just repeat that process you know so i imagine that's probably my only inspiration as far as a family member <laughs> when did this turn from being a hobby to to an actual uh business you you being a for-profit exploration um it golly um i'd have to say you know when i was probably 18 i was um 
I had a job at, I don't know if you guys remember the super shops, man, it was the chain of, of uh, speed shops, super shops out of California. They had chains all over the country and uh, right out of school, I worked there. And so that kind of opened my eyes up. You know, we had the drag racers, you had the four wheel drive guys, you had the dirt car guys. And um, so, you know, hanging out with all those guys, um, I got a lot of, you know, I picked up thing, different things. And, and uh, but one, one of the things I did was I did lettering and stuff. And so back before there was all the vinyl stickers and decals and all this stuff, I would, you know, I like doing the airbrushing and, and lettering. And so, you know, I put my business cards out at the super shops here, man. And the guys would take it. And so I'd letter dirt cars and drag cars and, <laughs> and uh, you know, before that was the f- whole vinyl thing. So, you know, it kind of opened my eyes up to a lot of different um you know, car uh, cultures and, and um, I mean, I airbrushed low riders and everything, man. So, I mean, it was, it's just a whole different, you know, all the cultures, um, all the different uh, styles of cars and everything. And, and uh, you know, and all the people that went along with it. So, you know, I met a lot of people when I was young and, and a lot of people to draw inspiration from and learn things from on the way, you know. That's awesome. We're talking with Joe Martin of, Iron Resurrection, uh, it's a TV show, and uh, he's going to be at, uh, a lot. is Amanda coming too, or is it just you? Yep, Amanda's coming with me, and uh, yeah, can't wait to check it out, man. That's going to be Saturday from 11 to 3 at the uh, World of Wheels Car Show. Again, that's Saturday, March 11th. Dirk, do you have something? Yeah, I was going to say, Amanda's probably got to keep the autograph line straight. <laughs> yes, yeah, she's she's good at that. You know, she takes care of the takes care of the uh, t-shirts and the hats and lays all that stuff out for everybody. And, and uh, she's the finance lady, keeps everything in order. <laughs> oh, okay. So the boss got it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I think, I think we're definitely missing that Dirk. <laughs> we need a finance yep. lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First we got to get finance before we lady. get a lady. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what is kind of your favorite car to see? Do you kind of lean towards a certain uh, decade or, um, maybe a, a manufacturer or something like that. What's your favorite uh, classic car? Uh, you know, that's a hard one to say. Um, um, I mean, I like there's, you know, I like all the, I like the, the foreign cars, I like the American cars, you know, I mean, as far as American cars, probably, I mean, my favorites are probably the late fifties to the, you know, late sixties, mm-hmm. the GM stuff, you know, I'm, I guess I'm more partial to the GM stuff, but there's stuff from all the manufacturers that I love, you know, there were some models that I just really thought were cool. And, but, you know, like I said, being around all those different guys and, and when I was young and, and learning all the different things and, you know, doing trade work for parts or whatever for paint work and stuff, man, I, you know, I liked a little bit of everything. I like the drag car stuff. I like the four wheel drive stuff. Um, you know, some of the old foreign stuff, man, old Mercedes, you know, um, all that stuff was cool. I mean, it's all got something to, you know, I mean, if you're a car guy, you're a car guy, you know, you know, you, you like a little bit of something different from all the manufacturers, really. Well, what's your daily driver then? Oh man, my daily driver is a, I got an old uh, 3000 or 300,000 mile uh, 2011 Lexus <laughs> that I drive. <laughs> I got it from a buddy of mine. He, he, uh, he got it from a guy that he worked with that would run out to these oil fields in West Texas and back and forth to Dallas in it and just put a ton of miles in it. He smoked in it. And, uh, but man, the car runs great. So I, you know, I like having a beater to drive. I can carry my dogs. I can carry tools on, you know, I can get in the rain and, and then, you know, I can keep my, my nice cars kind of clean. And, and, uh, but that's probably my daily. My second one's probably my dually, the, the one we, you know, my pulling truck, if I'm pulling a trailer or something. 
Um, but uh, those are my dailies, man. <laughs> Coming up to Omaha, are you going to uh, road trip it up north, or are you uh, flying it? Uh, with no, me? I think we're going to fly in. You know, we talked about we talked about making a little road trip, but um, you know, we just started filming. So you know, once we start filming, man, our our, our lives are just totally uh, you know go into the filming and the schedule and and uh, all that mess, and and we just don't have much time for anything. Dirk, because so, Dirk, you drive down to that Dallas area. You used to drive down to that Dallas area every once in a while. What's the time like? Well, um, I try to set some records from time to time, but uh, <laughs> for my yeah, front door, yeah. for my front door to a uh, there's a uh, used to be a Hampton Inn anyway, four miles south at Texas Motor Speedway, six hundred eighty three mm. miles, and oh, okay, I'd covered that in less than eight hours. That's from Omaha. Yeah, man, that's 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 moving, man. <laughs> well you get him a what was it m&ms and mountain dew that's it and maybe some uh no dose those are no dose in there <laughs> yep yeah i don't blame you for flying it, it makes things a whole lot easier just to hop on a plane come up here uh are you going to stay in omaha at all and maybe experience the city a little bit or like you said well, you, you know filming, i'm not so even probably got to bounce back yeah i'm not i think we're going to get in and get out you know because um you know the the uh, tv schedule um just makes it tough, yeah. you know, to spend time and do things, you know, we got to get back, you know, the guys are manning things and we got to just a lot of, a uh, lot of stuff going on, man. So we like taking road trips. We thought about taking a road trip and we just thought, man, it's, you know, we enjoy that the best. And, and uh, but this time, man, I think the flying is going to be the most ideal situation for us. <laughs> well, you're going to oh, love our airport. Oh, the man. Airport, the airport up here has got 20 gates. Oh man. That's awesome. I love, I love small airports, man. <laughs> You're not going to get lost. <laughs> yeah, I won't get lost. <laughs> it's gate A or gate B. That's yeah, it. that's perfect. That's what I like right there. And I think gate A shut down for maintenance right now, isn't it, Dirk? Um, No, there were some planes in okay. and out of there last week when I went through. Um, right. Are you flying on United probably? You know what? I have no idea. And then again, that's, that's Amanda's department again. She handles all that <laughs> stuff, you know, so... <laughs> We're we're getting off the uh, the the regular questions here. We're, did you get the steak for the flight up? Did you? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I got the steak. <laughs> All right. Again, we've been talking with Joe Martin of Iron Resurrection. He's going to be at the World of Wheels Car Show Saturday from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. That is on March 11th. Again, it's a three-day show, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, down at the CHI Center in downtown Omaha. Joe, it's been a pleasure talking with you, and uh, hopefully we get to run into you. We're going to have a booth out there doing interviews all day, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Man, that's great. I appreciate you guys having me on. Good uh, safe travels, and we'll see you March 11th. Thanks, Joe. Sounds good. See you guys. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, once again, uh, World of Wheels Car Show, 68th annual, the O'Reilly Auto Parts World of Wheels Car Show coming up Friday, Saturday, Sunday, March 10th, 11th, and 12th. That day on Saturday, gates open up, uh, doors open up at, at 10 a.m., and then Joe's going to be on the autograph stage at 11 a.m., and he'll be there four solid hours of signing autographs. His hand's going to be a little cramped. Uh, he'll close up shop at about 3 p.m. You can see him, his wife, Amanda, and uh, talk to him about Iron Resurrection. That's all coming up. Again, March 11th at the O'Reilly Auto Parts World of Wheels Car Show. I'm excited, man. It's that time of year again. Yeah, we'll have to uh, schedule a little break in there and walk a beer over to it. Deal. <laughs> deal, deal, deal. Uh, get your tickets at O'Reilly Auto Parts. You can get them in advance. There are discounted tickets available. Sounds like general admission is going to be 18 bucks. Kids 6 to 12 are going to be $7.00. 
there's so much stuff going on. America's finest hot rods, customs, trucks, and motorcycles. There's a BMX stunt show that's going to be going on Friday night at 5.15 and 7.15, Saturday at 11.45, 4.15 and 6.15, and then Sunday at 11.45 and 3.45. I remember one year they had an actual uh, moto uh, stunt show, uh, motorcycle stunt show, and I I vaguely remember a BMX stunt show one year too. I don't remember a BMX show for quite a few years, actually, but I know there's been a couple of those. And usually if they have any motorcycles, it's some crazy guys that drive around inside of that steel ball. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I think it. the last one I saw that did that, I don't think it was at CHI. I think it was probably back at the civic days. Oh, they got three guys buzzing around in there, but I recently saw a video with six guys on bikes inside that steel ball. That was insane. <laughs> the land. They all six make it out? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, nice. Good it job. was just nuts. I mean, they were all going in different orbits. Get your tickets in advance at, uh, once again, O'Reilly Auto Parts. You can get discounted tickets available. Uh, I said that wrong. So general admission without your O'Reilly Auto Parts tickets, $20 for adults. Kids 6 to 12 get in for $8. Uh, kids 500 get in for free. If you go to O'Reilly Auto Parts, adults are going to save two bucks a tickets. Kids 6 to 12 are going to save a dollar a ticket. So that's that price break there. Go over to O'Reilly Auto Parts. You're over there anyways. You need some washer fluid this time of year. Time for an oil change or a brake change. Uh, pick up yourself some O'Reilly Auto Parts World of Wheels car show tickets. Friday, March 10th, 11th, and 12th. 3 to 8 on Friday, 10 to 8 on Saturday, and 10 to 6 on Sunday. It's going to be going on at the CHI Center. Dirk and I are going to be down there. Uh, we got to work out our schedule. I could probably take Sunday, March 12th off if we wanted to do that, or uh, I could try to get some time off. We'll do Friday, Saturday this year, but we'll get our schedule figured out. We'll get that published on the uh, Front Stretch Facebook page. Well, Anything we'll I missed? We'll definitely have interviews all set up most of the day on Saturday. Yep. We usually end up with like a 10 to 6 schedule on Saturday. And uh, uh, we've never worked a Friday night. So I don't know if we want to try that, but then we yeah. still got to go down Sunday to break the boot down. All right. So that's all coming up again, March 10th, 11th and 12th. And as I say that, I'm like, Oh, it's all coming up in a couple of weeks. Now that's uh, excluding this Friday. It's next Friday. Yeah. It, it's next Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So get yourself set, get yourself ready to go. World of wheels car show coming back to Omaha, March 10th, 11th and 12th. Uh, real quick, while we got time left in the show, because as I'm thumbing through here, I think we're out of interviews. So we're going to have to get to work and get more interviews lined up. Um, do you want to take a break and come back and do Auto Club or just go ahead and get her done and talk about the couple of news note, news and notes? Let's whip through it. Okay. Kyle Bush ends up picking up the win. His second start, second points paying start for Richard Childress Racing, and he picks up the win in the number eight car. Uh, good win for him. I think he finished second in stage two and then ended up, ended up taking the checkered flag, picking up a win. Geez, that's 61 on his career. Correct. I and, think the uh, fifth win at Auto Club. Uh, what, you said first win? The fifth. Oh, oh, I think it's his first Cup Series win at Auto Club. Mm, yeah, that could be. I thought they said it was his fifth win, but that might count as the Xfinity and stuff. So that, you know, could be just his first Cup win there. He did end up breaking a, a tie with Richard Petty for an astounding 19 straight seasons with a cup with a win in one of NASCAR's. Uh, in, in, well, this is NASCAR's Cup Series race. 
So uh, I don't know if that meant NASCAR, all of like the, the grand touring series, which has always, you know, kind of been referred to as like Winston cup next tell, you know, now the cup series, or if it's across all three of the touring series. Hmm. Cause right, I went back I and looked and there was a couple of years that, that uh, Richard Petty did not have a win in the cup series, but it, it's also tough to follow things. And then, cause it literally jumped from manufacturer from race to race and then switch car numbers. So it was kind of, I'm sure that the, the stat is right on the J ski page that I was reading that I think Richard Petty had 18 straight seasons. And now Kyle Busch has, uh, has the record all to himself with 19 straight seasons with a win. Yeah. You know, I, people don't like him. People like him. He's still one of the best ever grabbed steering wheel. Absolutely. I, it, yeah, no, nothing else. I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with that at all. I think he's, he's one of the tougher guys to swallow from time to time, but you cannot deny the man's talent. Oddly enough, him and his brother now hold a record for the most combined cup series wins by a brother with, with by brothers with 95. And once again, uh, Kyle has 61 cup series wins on his record, uh, 225 overall NASCAR wins. So Big win for him and uh, not too bad of a race. I got to peek up and look at it every once in a while. And it looked like it was kind of, there was definitely more than one groove. Oh yeah. Yeah. That speedway's always got, you know, different grooves, so to speak, but it, uh, it was a different track with the, you know, all the guys, especially the first half of the race were worried about the weepers. And so they were avoiding seams and, and stuff like that. Um, literally no, no laps on the track. So, what they basically went off of was last year's notebooks, you know, bringing back basically the same package. So mm-hmm. um, pretty good job by everybody. As far as I was concerned, Chase Elliott ends up getting uh, coming home runner up. He finished 10th in stage one, seventh in stage two, and then second on the day, Ross Chastain one stage one and two ended up finishing third on the day. And he was the big points getter for anybody that took Ross Chastain for the Rick Haven, Rich Pickens contest, 54 points on the day. Uh, Kyle Busch kind of missed out, finished outside the top 10 in stage number one. I think he got a speeding penalty, right? Uh, he got a penalty. I just don't remember if it was speeding or something else. I, I was watching the recap, and I believe it was too fast exiting pit road. And he argued with it, but uh, kind of kept his composure and fought back and ended up getting the win. Uh, Daniel Suarez and Kevin Harvick round out your top five. Hamlin, Kozlowski, Bowman, Dylan, and Logano, your top 10. Rough days for A.J. Allmendinger finished tail end Charlie at 36th. Eric Amarola, 35th. Tyler Reddick, who was in that eight car last year, uh, finished 34th. Ryan Priest, 33rd. I took Christopher Bell. He ended up finishing 32nd and only got me five points on the day. Yeah, I took Logano, and he just had a couple pit stops and kind of got out of sync a little bit. He led a little bit. Um Ran in the top four the whole day, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But I think he finished like seventh in the first stage, uh, second or third in the second stage, and ended up tenth. But again, he got the last pit stop and came out and was half junk. Yeah, thirty nine points on the day for Joey Logano. It's worth noting if you haven't joined the Rick Havenridge Pickens contest yet, you can still do that. We're having issues getting people. You can create your account, but it's a little bit difficult getting signed, uh, getting your entry created. So feel free to email me frontstretchpodcast at gmail.com or frontstretchradio at gmail.com 
or frontstretch590 at gmail.com. We've got plenty of email addresses that you can get a hold of us in. And here's the thing. You may be thinking, well, I've missed two races. I just, I, I can't win this championship. Uh, you have missed two races. I have picked both times and I'm only 25 points in front of you. So uh, it's not impossible. I'm currently sitting 61st in the standings and uh, 24 races left to, uh, to make the playoffs. Uh, I just missed out on it last year. Uh, I think I had a rough start last year also, and then kind of charged to the middle of the uh, regular season and then fell slightly short after the uh, regular season finale. So feel well, free to join. Plus. It's, it's free to join. Thanks to Rick Havenridge. Uh, find out what Rick could do for you to do. Find out what Rick can do for you today at rickhavenridgeadvice.com. And the plus part of it is you didn't waste any picks yet. <laughs> that's right that is a huge bonus it's really annoying for me it that really i've is. missed i've missed out I, I don't have a christopher bell and a uh uh christopher bell and chris busher picks to use uh for the rest of the season I've, i because you can only take a driver three times in the entire season i guess it, the better thing is is that i don't have i didn't lose a kyle larson or um uh, uh Eric Amarola or somebody who ended up having a bad day at, at the auto club and, and got a few points. Um, boy, I, I think it's uh, uh, Kyle Larson's having a rough start to the season. Yeah. And you know, those things are going to happen, but again, there's, you know, just like for our contest for the guys actually in the cup racing, there's, you know, a lot of races left. Yep. All right. Join that pickums contest today. You can uh, find the information on our Facebook page. It was the latest post that we put out. Uh, unless you're listening to this afterwards and we'll share the post also, but uh, just scroll down a little bit. You can find it on our Facebook page. You can also send us an email, fretstretchpodcast at gmail.com. We'll get you signed up. And also if you're in the year season long contest, you have access to get into hopefully um, our uh, uh, crewman for a day contest. Hopefully we're going to get that back this year. We still got to still waiting for word from the Kansas speedway, but we're trying to get that up and running again. Yeah. Absolutely. And those are really fun contests that uh, you could win in a just a really awesome prize of uh, joining a crew for the Cup Series race in May at Kansas Speedway, one of the Cup Series teams. So um, hopefully those details are coming shortly. Well, Auto Club was the big story leading up to this Sunday's race. It was announced that NASCAR sold quite a bit of acreage surrounding Auto Club Speedway. Uh, I believe the number, shoot, I'm just scanning through. Here we go. Uh, sold about 433 acres of the roughly 522-acre site. After reading through some of the articles, it's a little bit more scary than I think it actually is. It just sounds like NASCAR sold quite a bit of the land surrounding Auto Club Speedway to, so that it can be developed for, uh, for commerce. Well, who knows why they sold it? You know, I, I don't know, you know, if, if they sold off, you know, three quarters of the land, it just doesn't sound like they'll have any place to park cars if they're still going to keep track there. There is uh, some, I should have sent them to you, but there is some uh, pictures that Bob Pockers tweeted out. Uh, they were uh, development plans sent in via Speedway Commerce Center. This is the company that purchased the land from NASCAR. And it does show the, uh, the, the shortened track, the 0.67-mile track, about 35,000-seat grandstands, uh, 
overall about a 50,000 person capacity at the racetrack. And there is a large portion on the back stretch for parking. And then a little bit on the front stretch also, or at least not necessarily on the front stretch, but it's on the front stretch side of the racetrack. Uh, what would be to the backs of the grandstands and then buildings surrounding it and then uh, parking around those buildings too. So parking, I think for 35,000 people, it looks to me like you're going to be fine with finding a parking spot within walking distance of the racetrack. Well, yeah, with only, I didn't realize they were going to cut the seating capacity of 35,000. Yeah. I mean, it just looking at this schematic, I mean, it, it is a tiny track and, that front stretch is kind of D-shaped just ever so slightly. And then it's a straight back stretch with uh, very sharp corners. It's going to be interesting to see what happens at this racetrack over the next uh, year or so. Well, you know, when they, they kept saying they were building a West Coast Bristol, so it's not a Bristol. Mm-hmm. It, it's no. more like a, a shortened Richmond. Yeah. Short it, yeah. Iowa Speedway. Yeah. Uh, you know, as you say that, it's got, it looks like it's got sharper corners than Iowa. Probably a longer because isn't Iowa kind of sweeping a little bit, especially down the back stretch? Well, I was uh, what seven eighths of a mile, it's a much bigger track, mm-hmm. so you got to have a little more corner, yeah. But it'll be interesting to see what happens. When, when uh, James had sent this to me, I thought, oh no, did NASCAR just decide to completely give up on Auto Club Speedway and they sold off the land surrounding it and eventually they'll sell the racetrack? But I think all they've done is just sold it to, to interest. And by the way, the uh, Ross Perot Jr. Uh, was a part of this whole deal that uh, negotiated this land and then sold off a majority of the property to to for it to be developed. So I bring that up just because I always do miss a good graph from Ross Perot back in the day. Uh. <laughs> I think I think everybody over like thirty five or forty kind of had a little bit of a chuckle at that, but <laughs> not very many people. Uh, let's see what, I think that's all I got. Uh, auto club speedway, uh, it's going to get, or it's off the schedule for 2024, hopefully back on the schedule for 2025, but, uh, we'll figure that out in the coming weeks. Well, they keep having this goofy ass weather. They're going to be off the schedule for a couple of years. (laughs) I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, you got anything else, Dirk? Uh, no. Um, I can't think of anything local that's, that's pressing or that happened and, uh yeah okay we auto well, show coming up and we're going to be busy as we always are at the auto show we'd love to have you guys come down and see us uh if you are a local driver track promoter um whatever and you want to be uh on the front stretch for an interview for what you got coming up in 2023 feel free to reach out to us we've already had a couple of people that have reached out to the facebook page getting wanting to get on the schedule for the uh world of wheels auto show interviews we'll get those uh lined up this week and then we'll create the event pages so you guys can see who's going to be at our booth swing by grab a hat get yourself a map of the local dirt tracks uh say hi to dirk and i and just hang out maybe you can even have a beer i mean if you got 38 dollars on you you could always buy a beer at yeah, the, uh... I think they got credit apps online i think <laughs> so make sure you pay attention to the fred stretches facebook page for details on all of that coming out Apologies, we don't have uh, a second a driver interview lined up. I thought we did, but I uh, I lost track of all the interviews we had done from the uh, Columbus swap meet. So we'll get that corrected, and uh, we'll be back next week with another show. Oh, you know what? Uh, you should probably get ready for this weekend's race in Las Vegas. Uh, Pennzoil 400 at Las Vegas. 
Sunday at 2.30 Central Time. It's going to be on Fox and PRN along with SiriusXM. Practice is scheduled, but as we saw this weekend, well, last weekend at Auto Club, snow could interfere with that, a little bit of rain, but practice is scheduled for Saturday afternoon and then qualifying to follow after practice. So uh, get your picks in on time for the Rick Haven Ridge Pickums contest that's coming up this Sunday, the Penzo 400 at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. For Dirk yeah, Houston. I don't know if Las Vegas got any of that snow, but I know Phoenix got a bunch of it. Did it? <laughs> yeah, Phoenix got a bunch of snow, but I don't know if Vegas did, but Vegas has had a wet winter. So Well, they can have it. They need it. They can have all the snow. We've had plenty. Uh, for Dirk Houston, I'm Dan Taylor. That's going to do it for us today. Make sure to head down to Quaker Steak and Lube on Sunday for all the NASCAR action. Get down and enjoy all the great sights, sounds, smells, and drinks at Quaker Steak and Lube, the official watering hole of the front stretch. This has been the front stretch presented by Joe Scarting. Every race car driver has run into the same problem. It's well past normal parts store closing hours, but you need that one to finish your car. The guys who brought you white knuckle racing by the river bring you Joe's Karting Racing Parts and Tire Store. Open until 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday and open until 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. A parts store that fits your after-hours schedule and you can turn a few laps at Joe's Karting while you're waiting for your part to get pulled from their warehouse. Joe'sKarting.com for more information. Quaker Steak and Lube in Council Bluffs continues to offer the best wings, burgers, and steaks seven days a week, along with great daily specials. Mondays are Kids Night, where kids eat for just 99 cents with the purchase of an adult entree. Tuesdays is All You Can Eat Wings Night for just $17. Enjoy a half rack of baby back ribs for just $13.50 on Wednesdays, and you choose on Thursdays for just $12. You can pick between 15 fried shrimp, a pickup cheeseburger, 15 breaded wings, or six boneless wings. Check out Quaker Steak and Lube and Council Bluffs on Facebook for all their daily specials. Get to Quaker Steak and Lube.